We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional custodians of the land we are on today. We acknowledge and pay respect to all elders, past, present and emerging. The Now and the Future podcast is an exciting way of sharing members' stories of opportunities, challenges and provide support and expert advice for Down Syndrome community. Down Syndrome Queensland's vision is to support, advocate for empower people with Down Syndrome to take their rightful places as valuable and contributing members of their community both now into the future. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 1 of the Now in the Future podcast. In this episode, we are going to explore the travel training program that we have on offer here at DSQ and how it has brought confidence to those who once felt they couldn't travel independently, but now can. One of our successful travel training participants, Owen Gibson, will be joining us on our podcast today, where he will share many experiences he has had since beginning his travel training experience. We also will have another guest on the show, Bo Nicholson. Bo has been working with Owen as his travel coach and has been a key attribute to the success Owen has had with the travel training program. For those who are unsure of what travel training is about, travel training is aimed to provide further education, skills and tools to somebody who isn't completely confident traveling independently. At the first stages of the travel training handbook, each traveler will be able to choose a travel coach, whether that be a friend, carer, or a family member. This coach will be able to assist them in building their skills and knowledge within traveling. The travel coach supports the traveler in completing the handbook and travels with them on the route until they become confident to do it on their own. The overall aim of this program is for people with an intellectual disability who feel they can't travel independently, can with the guidance and help of the program. Our travel training guide is available on our Down Syndrome Queensland shop and is available for purchase either hard copy or online. Now let's hear from some real experiences from Owen and Bo. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. With the travel training, I'm going to kind of get a feel for what your part was, Owen, and then what Bo's part was. So your part was the traveller. So what does the traveller mean? <laughs> a traveller. Um, <clears throat> try to remember as a traveller, um, I can travel uh, everywhere. I can go all by myself. Like yeah. actually, like yesterday, I did it all by myself. I went on a bus to go to my sisters uh urban climb gym at first end yeah i know where that is yeah yeah Yeah, i did that all by myself yesterday yeah really yeah and west end can be a little bit of a it can be very um tricky to do uh when you do that the first time and you don't know where to go but um yeah you can actually go up uh, you can go up and talk to the bus driver to say um where are you going Oh, really? So they'll be able to help you out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the bus driver and one of the workers, like on the platform, they yeah. can also help you too. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And they're probably like that also with the trains here in Brisbane, aren't they? Yeah. 
So, Bo, what's your sort of role with the travel trainer? Um, so, when I first started with Owen, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it, Big E? And sorry, I want to call him the Big E. Uh, apologies in advance. It's just a, a habit. Yeah, shout out to my boys. But um, when I first started working with Owen, um, we wanted to put in place uh, independence was very important to Owen and his family. Yeah. So it was really, really important to really give him some fundamental skills that we could build off later. Um, so for me as the as a mentor, um, I'm a big believer in dignity of risk, yeah. which is sometimes hard to sell to the family. Shout out to mum. And, and you know, trial and error and yeah. let's make some mistakes and because that builds our resilience to change and yeah. growing. And, uh, you know, for me in my role as a mentor, it's been a, a really thrilling job being able to work with Owen because – Owen's a fast learner and he's, yeah. he's really good. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've we've had some really exciting results, which I'm sure we'll talk about very soon. Yeah. No, I think it's really, you know, everyone goes through life, you got to take some risks, hey. Like I remember my, I never was allowed to catch public transport. First time I caught it, I didn't tell my parents or anything. I had no training and I got lost. It was bad. So I think me even having the travel training myself, I would have been okay. <laughs> you might have to teach me some things, Owen. <clears throat> I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you say that to me, uh, that reminds me, <laughs> actually a funny story on my holiday, actually. Yeah. Um, rest of my family, like my aunties, of course, and my sisters, brothers, and my parents, mom and dad, um, <clears throat> Yeah, I was the last one on the bus, yeah. And uh, I think my sister Ola said, where's Owen? Because I was the last one on the bus. Yeah. And, and and I saw my dad, um, he was uh, actually, actually on the road. Uh, uh, he was running um, and also um, banging uh, on the bus yeah. also and say, can you please get my son off the bus? But I actually, he, he can't because it, he was actually like in the middle of the traffic, like on the road. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So to be clear, this was, how old were you when this happened? You were quite little, weren't you? Uh, yeah, well, so I tried to remember how old was I. I don't actually know. I think maybe like 13 or 14, wow. I think. So when we started doing our travel training in 2021, Remember that you. I remember you told me that story really early days. Uh, how did you feel when we started our travel training? Were you nervous or were you like confident? How did you feel? <laughs> A little bit nervous actually, but I don't know why though. But I, yeah, I also got uh, competence. As, uh, yeah, because um, every time when I get uh, competence, uh, that's how I win all the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I. Um, yeah, the first time when I do traffic training in Australia, um, I feel really good. I'm always happy, which I am phenomenal. So actually something that happened um, when we started the travel training, it was actually started by DSQ. So Casey, who used to work here, um, set up uh, a booklet which was, I don't know if Casey set it up or, or not, but like, it was like a reminder, wasn't it, looking back at it last week, because it's, it's sort of set up 
you know, some goals and yeah. and also it prompted me to um, obviously risk assess, which I, not, I naturally do anyway. I'm a yeah. natural risk assessor, but <laughs> um, maybe more than Owen is, but also to put in place some plan Bs, plan Cs. Yeah. So if you do get off at the wrong stop, what do you do? Okay, well, you call your mentor or you call your parents yeah. or maybe your parents have like find my find my phone attached to Owen's phone which they do then we've also got like we can talk to the bus driver like Owen was talking about yeah. earlier um and and putting in place some fundamental skills which was well actually Owen you might be able to tell us what the first place we learned to go to when we first started our travel training together, where was the the first place that we focused on going to? <clears throat> Green Street Mall. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. And how many how many buses did it take to get there? Uh, well, actually, one bus, one eighty, takes me to go to Green Street Mall, like where I live in Green Slopes. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember why we chose Queen Street Mall? Because I want to learn how to go there to go to my class. Mm -hmm. So Owen's class isn't at Queen Street Mall, but what we discovered was that the 180 bus was 300 metres from Owen's house yeah. and it was one bus into the city. From there, if you build up that fundamental skill, build up the confidence, yeah, you can get to the city from basically anywhere oh, in yeah. Brisbane. Exactly right. So you have that one trip and then you can go on different pathways after that one. Yeah, exactly. Or if we get lost we can always find our way back to the city by asking people yeah. and then get home from there. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, there's two ways, yeah, asking people, but you can also go on your phone because you can also use uh, Google Map. Oh, cool. Yeah, Owen's very good. He knows his way around the city really well now, and yeah. we also um, practice Google Maps, so we know how to type in Queen Street Mall or Queen Street Bus Station to get there from, say, central station or somewhere else in the city you know yeah. have to walk 400 meters but we can do it with the map now that's really good yeah. so did you use that a lot with your travel training a lot yes but now when i do that by myself i don't do it a lot because i can use my head i can think outside of the box <laughs> you're a problem solver in every aspect <laughs> yeah uh, like bo just said i still try to remember the streets names Mm. Yeah. I mean, you probably know more street names than what I know. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of my friend of mine, Joan, uh, she knows all the streets very well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she knows all the streets names everywhere she goes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This might lead into the next little bit, but what attracted you to doing the travel training in the first place? Was it that you wanted to get to work independently or was it that you wanted to just start doing things on your own? I feel really good to do that. I feel always happy to do it though. Um, um, I'm so glad and do that travel training because I love doing that. Do you have to uh, like to go on a bus and a train and city uh, city caps also? And I saw that you did catch the city cap for some of your travel training. How did that? How did you find that? That went. 
Really good, actually. Yeah, actually, uh, um, I, I like uh, going on city cows. I, I like enjoying the wind. Uh, on a... I do as well. Yeah. It's, um, it's good that you actually learnt through your travel training different routes, not just catching a bus, but catching a train and catching a city cat. Yeah, uh, actually, I also have learned the last one, um, uh, all that stuff, like city cat, bus and train. Yeah. But I also went down to the Gold Coast because that's where my Carol Malik lives. Yeah. I also went on a tram. The tram? I've never been on a tram before. Yeah, uh, it was actually my first time on that because we actually went to uh, Aqueduct. Oh. The, um, you know, the Aqueduct, the thing that, like, it's a big bus that, it basically just drives around the streets and then it just drives into the water and becomes a boat. I've never seen that. That must have been a bit scary. Or you liked it. You like taking risks. Oh, actually, I like it though, which actually I can't be extreme. Bo, how have you felt seeing Owen smash the goals that he has through his travel training? Um, it's filled me with a lot of pride. Um, so, uh, Working in this industry, you it's, it's a funny thing because you're always trying to make yourself redundant. Yeah. Um, you're always trying to make yourself unnecessary in this person's life. And the goal, the end goal eventually is that Owen will not need anyone yeah. and that he'll, then, then I'll just find someone else to work with, right? But yeah. um, until we get there, it's all about these little milestones. And I remember the... The phone call that I got when, you know, oh, I did it, Bo, I did it all by myself. And I was like on the next bus, felt like to tail him. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, and, you know, I did it, Bo, I got here all by myself. And um, um, I've got some good phone calls, actually. I, I think my favorite one, I might let you tell this story, Owen, but it was the time, and I was talking about why the city was so important. Yeah. Um, so, Owen used to go, or still does actually, but he used to work at, at Stafford DSQ on Tuesdays yeah. uh, and now you still go to the class on Fridays. But um, one time you, someone tried to help you by putting you on a bus and they put you on the wrong bus oh, no. and you ended up at Chermside, which oh. is somewhere that we haven't planned for. And Owen, do you want to tell the story about how you worked out how to get home all by yourself? Mm. Actually, um, yeah, Andrew Dawa did put me on a one bus. Name and shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, he did, but um, <clears throat> but they also changed the number of the bus. They changed it to one. Um, wait, no, no, one eighty. They changed it to three seventy five. Yeah. Because that that number does go back to the city, so. So you were you were on you were at Chermside. You realized that you were in the wrong place. How did you get yeah, yourself back I, home? Actually, um, I went out to the bus driver, and um, <clears throat> yeah, he did help me uh, because um, <clears throat> I I just wait. I didn't, yeah, like I said before, yeah. Um, when I uh, when they changed the number, um, yeah. I can also hop on a wide bus number again to go back to Stafford to go down to go back to to the city. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because yeah, I know sometimes um, they need to go out and stretch their legs and also sometimes go to the toilet too. <laughs> but, yeah. So basically, um, you know, Owen was 45 minutes home 
late home, getting home that day. And uh, I got this phone call from him uh, just saying like what happened. And then I got this phone call from mum just being like, and both of them just being so happy because like something went wrong, right? But that wasn't your fault. And you managed to problem solve it all by yourself. You didn't call me. You didn't call anyone else. You just, you'd handled it. You were very confident. And I think it gave mum a lot of confidence um, that, okay, we've done a really, and like it gave me a lot of confidence. So to answer your question, um, I feel so immensely proud when I get phone calls like that, or I see, you know, like like, like Owen saying that yesterday he went to the climbing gym by himself, caught two buses to get there. That's rad. The fact that he can problem solve, like, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't know how to do that or would be too scared to go up to the bus driver and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that you know to do that and you have that confidence is amazing. Yeah, my mom was so very happy and proud of me to, to be competent because, uh, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, when I feel competent, I, I, I feel alive every day. I always feel happy. I am always a special uh, man um, yeah. <clears throat> because... Uh, yeah, my life is actually amazing because I love doing travel training a lot. That's awesome, hey. Yeah. So what's your favourite trip now to take on the train? One one that you can do all by yourself, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, one thing I can do, which I think Bo also will remember that, I can do that by myself. I can go to Sunny Bank. Oh. Yeah, I can go there by myself now. So um, Because uh, we, I usually play some cricket. Yeah. Oh, it's Sunnybank. Yeah. Yeah. They have some cricket nets down there. So um, actually for a DSQ fundraiser through Michael Harrison, he runs a, an annual cricket tournament at Wynnum Indoor Cricket Centre. Yeah. And Owen likes to participate. So we've we've worked on our skills. And Owen has played with, like, you know, international cricketers by doing that. But um, awesome. we, we did work on those skills. And to work on those skills, we also caught the bus there. So we learned a new bus route. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, Russell Jared and Josh, one of the best indoor Australian cricket players. So I was going to ask you because your mum told me that she got lost in the city or, oh, and yeah. you actually had the skills to tell her how to get home. Yeah, my mom and my dad, both of them, they went to the one platform, but um, I, I did say that to them, and you need to, you need to go to platform number three to hop on 180 bus to go back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is not the only time this has happened. Like, uh, shout out to Owen's other carer, Monique, who has a number of other clients, and one of her uh, people that she works with also needed some support getting back from West End, and she instead of instead of going to the TransLink website, she just thought, you know what, I'm just going to call Owen because Owen. Owen will Owen will know what to do, and you know what, he did. That's amazing, Owen. So I know to call you up if I get lost. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, I just yeah, I, I just like helping people because I'm yeah, I, I like making them um, uh, special, making them happy all the time, which I know what my dad said to me, which is true. I am always a glue because I know I, I, know I like uh, making all the people uh, stay together all the time because, yeah, I, I am all that stuff. I am very kind to everyone. I am a good person you to are. help them to do the right thing.
What does it mean to you, Owen and Bo, to have this travel training program available? And how do you think it's going to help other people? I can also help uh, the dancing from Queensland kids. Um, if they get lost, I will be the one I can help them because actually that is part of my world. Do you think, Owen, you helping them, if you were a travel trainer or whatnot, or if they had a travel trainer like Bo who was helping them, do you think it will grow their independence, grow their confidence? Actually, it will. Um, for their independence and confidence, they will uh, do that. Um, actually, I just uh, two good trainers, actually, like Bo and me, which yeah. actually I have been learning for, for experience, of course, with Bo. But yeah. um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm also the second one to do that, too, because I'm... Um, yeah, like I said, I, I like having everybody, but um, yeah, uh, Bo has been teaching me uh, how to learn all the new things, um, uh, all the new travel training things I have learned, but I can pass that message on to all the dancing room kids out there. That's awesome. Yeah. So Bo, do you feel it's benefited? How do you think it's affected you being a travel coach? Do you think you've learned anything new? Yeah, definitely. Um, I it's I mean, obviously, the aim of the game is to improve the independence of the people we work with, and um, and it will help them to improve their own independence, I suppose. And uh, you know, I think we've done that um, to an extent, and there's still more to do, but we're we've got some other goals we're going to work towards, and we're we're doing really well. Um, for me, it's it's been so satisfying. Um, I, I think. I think it's a very important skill to yeah. be able to um, catch public transport and, um, you know, assessing each person's ability to learn certain things, like whether it's just remembering to tap on, tap off, or yeah. whether it's literally learning how to get somewhere by yourself, like Owen does, yeah. um, and somewhere in between, you know, like everyone can build their skills in some way, which is meaningful to them, which is therefore meaningful to the people like me that get to help them do it. Exactly right. Uh, but, um, yeah, um, I just say to everybody, when you do travel training, yeah. you need to be extra careful because of some bad people. Watch out for them. And um, yeah, you can also go on your phone and you can call like like your brothers or sisters or maybe um, the DSQ staff. Safety first, right? Yes. Yeah, safety. Yeah. And I'm sure you've learned some safety tips from your care anyway, but Actually, I have, yeah. Loads of that, yeah. Yeah, it was... It uh, it's just a good idea for any of us, isn't it? Oh yeah, exactly right. It's knowing, it, you know, if experiences like that happen through your travel training, you've got Bo to talk to about what's happened, you've got your mum, you've got people here that you can talk to. What do you want to say to other people who are a bit nervous about doing travel training? Would you say for them to just try and do it? Yeah, just uh, yeah, just do your best. And um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's good to be nervous though, but it's okay though. You just have to relax and try to breathe and um, can, 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 yeah, control yourself, control your anger and, and try to be nice to everyone. Yeah. One thing I'll add to that is, um, is try really, really hard to um, to practice, do lots of practice, and and 
take it really, really seriously. Have some fun doing it, obviously, because we, yeah. learn, we learn the best when we have fun, right? Yeah. Um, as I see this cheeky smile appear across his face. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it's also, you know, like, I mean, it didn't happen by accident, right, Owen? Like, I mean, you had some basic skills and yeah. credit to your family for being able to teach you reading and writing and things like that, which yeah. helped you a lot. But, you know, it took a lot of practice just to get that one bus route down. Yeah. And then once we had that one, that foundation, we were able to build from there and it's, everything else becomes a lot easier. But it's, it's about really setting that foundation, really practicing hard and making sure that when we're teaching our people that we work with, you know, the, the bus route for one, we're also teaching them backup plans. I yeah, think it's really important. That's exactly right. Practice, practice when you do traffic training, it does make you happy and make you very safe. Yep, that's exactly right. So, Bo, what would you say for people who are a bit worried about being a travel trainer? <laughs> what would you say to that? I think there's, uh, there is dignity in risk. There is, there is, you know, we have to let the people that we work with make mistakes. Yeah. We have to put some safeguards around them. <laughs> yeah, we have to put some safeguards around them. So it might be watching them from afar. Uh, it might be catching the next bus straight after them or the bus beforehand. Yeah. Um, having lots of conversations, being available for phone calls. Um, yeah. But it is nerve-wracking. Uh, yeah. I, I was nervous. I was nervous. Um, and as I said before, that term side yeah. mishap... <laughs> no, present confidence, but be nervous. Um, but, you know, just have faith in your ability to do your job. Yeah. So, you know, you, you do all the hard work, you do the research, you do the practice, you're available. Um, for me, the big turning point was that time that he accidentally went to Chermside and then still found his way home. That's awesome. That to me was like, cool, we've nailed this. Yeah, you know? that's an awesome achievement. I know you are in shock, like you, Bo. I, I almost... Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I, <laughs> I, I, was, I would, yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> no, that's so great. Well, thank you guys for both being here. Um, I can't wait to see who else wants to do the travel training can learn from your experiences. Thank you. Yeah, yeah the biggie out. <laughs> biggie out. That concludes this episode of the Now in the Future podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and hearing from the great travel training duo, Owen and Bo. Travel training has provided individuals like Owen great confidence and skills to teach others and inspire others to travel independently. If you would like to learn more about the travel training program and how you can use this resource, please call the Down Syndrome Queensland office on 073356 6655. Thanks for listening. At the Now in the Future podcast, we would love to hear your thoughts and questions as a way of continuing to provide essential information for the community. If you have a question or would like any more information on any of our episodes or have any ideas for future episodes, simply send us an email to engagement at downsyndromeqld.org.au. That's engagement at downsyndromeqld.org.au. .org.au and we'll do our best to provide you with the information you require in one of our upcoming episodes. The Now in the Future podcast aims to support, advocate for and empower people with Down syndrome both now and into the future. 
You have been listening to the Now and the Future podcast. For more information about this episode and many other topics related to Down syndrome, please visit the Down syndrome Queensland website at downsyndrome.org.au slash QRD. Down syndrome Queensland, supporting people with Down syndrome now and into the future.